Before we get into discussing our favorite women of Bravo, I just want to remind you that you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or Stitcher. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us five stars. That helps us reach more people and makes us easier to find. For more information, go to our website at housewives-historians.simplecast.com. That's simplecast.com. And as always, all episodes of The Real Housewives are available on Hulu if you'd like to watch ahead of time and follow along with us each week. And reach out to me, Jordan McKenzie. That's at McKenzie on Instagram or Twitter. J-A-Y-M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-E-E on Instagram or Twitter with any questions, comments, or if you want to be a guest on our show. And with that, enjoy. of the Housewives Historians Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan McKenzie, and joined with me as always, my pretty decent co-host, yeah. Amanda Brown. How are you doing? Uh, general state of malaise to be expected in these trying days. Um, I just wanted to let you, I'm not sad or anything. <laughs> I was dared to sort of announce the, the beginning of the show in a very lackadaisical, lazy way. So. And I tried to use that gravity to bring him down <laughs> even further because that's the kind of person I am. But of course you're listening to the Housewives Historians podcast, that little podcast where we and ancient housewives history. Um, Amanda, mm. before we get going... On this episode, because we have like a jam-packed episode for you guys. Like, yeah. we're talking two-hour episode, three-hour episode? It was thick with two Cs. I'm talking big chonker. We got a lot of material. Um, but before we get going, Amanda, how the heck oh. was your week? Uh, cray-cray in a bad way, as per usual. <laughs> Pretty bad. A uh, new level of bad, as per, you know, as it's been. You going to fill in the listeners on specifics? Oh, just so you guys know, the eviction moratorium in Georgia is over so you have to pay that rent uh just a reminder for everyone that lives in georgia you gotta pay it now they're coming for you and you can use that to kind of deduce what's going on with me right now well and i feel like such a um pig and shit because uh, i just moved into a new apartment and i'm you know i'm taking in the smells (laughs) i like the way it smells it's either gonna be that or uh right outside Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope that you definitely. might see me a little more I might than see you, you a little think. more. Yeah. Okay. Just kind of sitting out there. Well, you know what? I, I have a. Save your scraps. I have a couch. I'm so hungry. <laughs> it'll make the recording stuff very easy. Excellent. Um, and I do, I think it's, it's so not funny that you're bringing that up and then I'm talking about first world problems because my TV Ugh. was delivered completely shattered. Gosh. So I had to, you know, go through the process of getting it, you know, refunded. And Ugh. it's like. How many inches? <laughs> 65 inches, you know, Gross, not a even, measly 65. I mean, big enough to see, really. <laughs> and my eyesight is notoriously bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, look, at the end of the day, we're, it's, it's, we, we live in multitudes. We go through problems. We go through stressors. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we're, you know, doing just kind of okay. We're never doing good. No. But we're just sort of sometimes hanging in there and hey. sometimes barely surviving. But if you, like, compare this five years to the last five years, I'm really doing great. Comparatively, Compar- yeah. If, if it's if as a person, scale, maybe not economically. That bar graph <laughs> is just slowly inching up. Yeah, this might be one of the years where it goes down, and then the next year it'll go up. It's gonna be great. Hey, here's a little song I wrote. 
You might want to sing it note for note. But don't worry. Be happy now. <laughs> that guy was in denial, too. <laughs> um, what have you been doing to take your mind off of, you know, the... <laughs> the huge. I'm talking big sleeps. Big sleeps, man. I'm talking naps that go into naps that go into full-blown eight-hour full-on depression ram. comas. Yeah, they're heavy. <laughs> they are heavy. But I wake up kind of like, ah, hey, I did something. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Your Didn't do anything very, destructive. I feel better. <laughs> your body's incredibly suspicious as to why it is getting the amount of rest that yeah. it's getting after all these years. Yeah. It's, it's really reforming my brain. <laughs> it's working even better now. <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a face at Jordan for the listeners. It's really um, and and you know, I've been doing something similar when it comes to just shutting your brain off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been watching Sex in the City from the very beginning. Which, oh yeah, you may as well be asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've never seen it, and I know that they're doing the reboot, and so I want to sort of be present for that because it was a cultural touchstone moment it, for uh, grading annoying women. But at the end, does of the, it feel dated when you it's watch? It's so dated, looking I mean, all you, grainy. Well, besides the graininess, which I totally get, the 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 things that they're doing are just incredibly like uh, problematic. Which I get when you look at it through the lens of twenty twenty one. But uh, there's an episode where Samantha uh, is uh, kept up at night because of some you know trans prostitutes outside of her apartment and they're constantly you know uh keeping her up and of course she likes to you know throw around terms that we shouldn't be using to describe uh, that sect of people so uh and that's just a one example and no one even thought about that and they're like good good this will never well and don't even get me started (laughs) on the same character dating a black man and all of a sudden she starts dressing and talking in a very specific way yikes so (laughs) You know, they're bringing that show back, right? As you yeah, said. Yeah, they are. And uh, she's not a part of it. She is not, as we have <laughs> talked about. She, uh, the actress Kim Cattrall wants nothing to do with those women or anyone who makes that show. So. Oh, so she's taking the high road. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Well, and the funniest thing I read was just the fact that, like, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker's like, look, I want to talk to Kim. I want to work this out. And Kim will not answer a single phone call. Like, that, there's something had to have happened on that set. I think I dig that energy, though. But then I said in my head, I'm just like, just have the Real Housewives of New York be the cast. Like, we don't really need those same characters. Like, no, we don't. We we can have Luann and Ramona and Sonia and just have them do the thing. They're like, already they ready to. It. They're already acting. <laughs> part of the time. Um, acting yeah. a fool. So if, if I have any sexy sex in the city heads that want to reach out and talk about the show, I will tell you I don't have that many positive things to say about the TV show. Um, oh, and not because of the. You are um, such a Charlotte. The thing is, I'm not. I'm actually a Miranda. You wish. <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> no, you're a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, and then we're going to move on, because this is not a Sex in the City podcast. <laughs> However, um, Charlotte I, is my least liked character. I, I, do, figured, I like her the I least. I knew you would not, um, and that's why I called you Charlotte. <laughs> and I like Samantha the most, actually. However, I am a Miranda because she's incredibly judgmental. She cuts people off the second she gets the chance to when they disappoint her. And she's just generally a pill to be around. And I feel like that is – and she every guy she dates, she finds one reason to hate him and break up with him, that kind of thing. Oh, That's totally me. Self-defeating. So Interesting. Therapy. Hmm. Maybe. Charlotte. Should we move on? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I had a quiz ready to do. Uh, we didn't do it last week. Oh, 
But this episode is so jam-packed, I don't think we can spare another minute uh-huh. because our poor editor is going to be slaving over the computer yeah. right over, like talking about three hours of us talking. Yeah, thank so- you for not charging us an hourly rate, Parker. <laughs> we will hurry. <laughs> we will hurry. So let's get into our episode this week, guys. We're talking The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Season 9, Episode 20, entitled Chateau, She Did That. It originally aired on April 9th, 2017. We've done these taglines before, but you know what? Once is good, but twice is nice. Is nice. Let's do the taglines. Taglines! Okay, so we start with Miss Phaedra Parks. Now, fun fact, this was Phaedra's last episode on the series. Oh. Because as you we would find out in the reunion after this episode... She does some dirty, low-down dog stuff. So Too dirty? Very bad. I mean, should I just say what she did? Yeah. I'm not- she, like, literally alleged through all these people and all these blogs that Candy attempted to rape Portia and drug her and take <laughs> her back to her, like, sex dungeon. What? <laughs> but let's do her- That crosses the line? <laughs> well, I mean, you don't want to be accused of, like, rape, drugging and R-wording somebody. She never would. Trigger warning. She never would do that. <laughs> Who's going to believe that? I a dumb dumb, but dumb dumbs believe anything. You got dumb dumb storming the Capitol. You don't think some of them yeah. believe Candy is trying to drug right. women? I forgot. Everything's stupid. Phaedra's <laughs> tagline: You can't always get what you want, but I can. For Phaedra's swan song episode, do we think she went out wow. in style or in disgrace? Um, I mean, I didn't even think this was her last episode. I'm still in shock to hear the wild shit she cooked up for the next time. Because <laughs> that's really her swan song right there. This, I mean, you know, it was regular Phaedra an- antics to me. It wasn't too crazy. Yeah. She was just being that coy little little psycho <laughs> hiding in the corner, never admitting to anything. Never. When we move over to Portia, I'm too blessed to be stressed and too sexy to be thirsty. We love Portia on this podcast. It's I'm a loving known her more thing. and more. You are? Yeah. If you had to rank. If she wants to like quit looking and just start tying it down, tie yeah. it out, you know, I'll, I'll tie the you, knot. You would, you would go there. Let's do it. Why I'm not? Ready. I think I'm ready now. I would love that for you. I'm ready. Let's just do it. Hi, I'll just have high to profile, tell my that Yeah, high profile lesbian um, couple with, between Portia Williams and iconic Amanda Brown. I don't know why she's having trouble. Correct. It's crazy. She's great. What we don't see, though, is who knows who she... Like, maybe she's crazy when she's drunk. Everybody is, right? That's the poison. That's how it works. The poison makes you crazy. Maybe she hits <laughs> things. I don't. Maybe she's angry, very angry. I don't know. She couldn't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I don't want to ascribe reasons why Portia can't find love. Right. But, I mean, as watchers of current Atlanta know, like, the guy she's with now is just a complete, like, ugh. Wet blanket or yeah, hot guy? Like bad guy. Oh, <laughs> like, oh god. He won't even move in with her and they have a baby. <laughs> like, Yikes. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, it's bad. There's something in the water. We'll get there. Moving on to Cynthia. Life is a runway, and Cynthia Bailey is ready to walk it alone. We got very little Cynthia, but what we got was scary? <laughs> like, <laughs> sad? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. both of those things. She definitely walked alone. (laughs) Yes, she did. We'll talk about it. Um, We move over to Candy, who was the star of the episode. Now that I've got my ace, I've got a full house. She was not here to play tonight. I I, I would argue that she was having a playful face (laughs) the entire time. (laughs) 
<laughs> always smiling. Yes. Always. I thought Phaedra was a smiley type, but no, Candy will full blown. Well, then we'll move ear. over to Candy's daughter, Riley, in a second, but that's a very smiley lady as well. Yeah. So. Uh, over to Kenya. I give the people what they want. And they always want more. Now, I have a feeling later in the episode we're going to have some things to say about Miss Kenya Moore and her behavior. Now, let me just say this from the very beginning. I do not agree with Kenya's approach to solving her issues. However, I will always support her and I will always defend Kenya Moore. And if she ever listens to this, I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> what are you about to say? <laughs> You look like you're going to say, I, I will kill someone. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. I will like, I will, I will go to the ends of the You'll earth marry her. to defend. I won't marry her, you're but I'll, marry her. I'll, I'll, I'll plan her wedding. I'll dance at her wedding. We're I'll be gonna her have assistant. a four way marriage. Yes. <laughs> Me and Kenya, you and Portia. <laughs> All of and they married. hate each other. So we might not see each other very oh, much. Shit. Or we can just like be the middleman. <laughs> Fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just battles to say, Kenya does kind of show her ass a little bit. She does act a fool a little bit, but um, I have my defense in her name, so we'll get there. <laughs> Something smells. Um, it's your excuse for her behavior. <laughs> oh, no, I'm very It stinks. Good. It's codependent, and it's I'm enabling all it. Right, all right, all right. I, for we'll sure, I'll admit it. We'll get there. Uh, and we finally <laughs> finish it out with Sheree, who uh, had a big, big episode. Don't call it a comeback. Call it a takeover. Now, you— That's corny. <laughs> Well, as far as taglines go, yes. Yeah. Um, your opinion on Sheree. We've only done one other episode with Sheree in it, and it was that time where, like, she was wanting her son to do modeling, and Cynthia was, like, trying oh, to I give her tips and stuff that's, like that. That's yeah. her son. Oh, yes, and we see him in this episode. I forgot who he was attached to. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hopefully no one. Mm-hmm. Get him in that marriage. We have <laughs> <laughs> this polyamorous situation. Hey. We're very, lu- there's got, this is, like, we're very lustful towards a lot of these Atlanta that, You members. know what, that episode, like, I feel like... It had subliminal stuff in it to make you that way, mm-hmm. to get you in a lustful state. <laughs> Needless- I mean, honestly, in between, like, they'd be like, my name's so-and-so, you know. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing titties. Yes. Like, they showed everybody's boobs immediately. I'm just saying, they don't do that with every housewife. No, they do not. I mean, these are, like, the pretty much, like, the prettiest group. I mean, not yeah. to, to talk about women's looks, but I feel like this is the prettiest group we ever get to talk about. I saw some some big boobs. And, honey, the husbands ain't too bad either themselves. They certainly aren't. Yeah, they're so yes. Up. Me and uh, me and Amanda are very horny. Yep, <laughs> and we're suing over it. <laughs> let's. Uh, this is the beginning. <laughs> let's of a long lawsuit. <laughs> and I hope lesson. it's worth it. Yeah, to it take better a be. From Pedro. Let's start our. Uh, we we start the episode. We zoom around to like all the ladies. Um, Kenya with her dog. Portia is going to work uh, at the radio station. I guess. Um, yeah. Candy's with her baby. Phaedra's with her kit. I mean, it's, it's all like, Hey guys, it's the, it's the season finale we're talking about. So they're trying to like give everyone, you know, their equal amount of due and time. And we're going to end everyone's storyline. But we start out with Sheree. Now Sheree is at her home that was recently built and she is throwing a big housewarming event to honor Chateau Sheree. You know what? Go on. What's up with these people pretending that they live in houses that they don't live in? Who are you referencing? Kenya did it too, right? Well, you have alleged famously that Kenya does not live in her home. There were, there just was, because it's clean. It, there's nothing in it. <laughs> there's nothing of a living person in it. If at nighttime she just closes her eyes and stands in the same spot and never drinks food or <laughs> never drinks water or eats food, then yeah, she, she lives has there. couches. She has countertops. She has. Things in the no utensils, 
No pictures. She has a bed no and a closet full of clothes. We've no seen dishes. That. <laughs> no, no trash. Nothing. Maybe she likes takeout. See, here I go again defending Kenya. I'm going to try to get on your level and see where you see. But you're saying you don't think Sheree lives in this home either. It's fraudulent. Okay. All of it. And it's very, you know what? It's very Atlanta. Well, very that. Atlanta is filled with phony people trying to make themselves yes. seem richer than they actually are. Yep, and I I'm mean, not I, talking people on TV. I'm talking people that I work just with. Just regular people. Yes. I'm getting an Uber and someone's like, man, <laughs> you got to start driving. This is <laughs> great. It's crazy the money I make. I go, wow. And then I got in another Uber. The guy goes, it ain't that good out here. That's some Atlanta stuff. I yes. said, whoa. <laughs> I mean, you have, Never forget if it. If you know, you know. If you've been here, you get it. But um, It's real. Sheree says she's been waiting five years to unveil her home and get it finished and is sparing no expense to get it done. And I love to talk and talk about all this stuff, but let's just play the first clip of many of the night. I apologize to our producer, but it's coming because this, like I said, this episode, it just doesn't stop. Let's, uh, Sheree wants this night to be a success. Let's, let's listen in. Mm-hmm. This is the deck, so people will be inside and outside. Okay. So tell me about your vision. I want to do a masquerade thing. Okay. Cocktail. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I envision okay. a bar here. Okay. I would like at least three signature drinks. Do you have names for these cocktails, or are you still thinking about it? Or Le Chateau. Le Chateau, okay. Maybe one could be Neverland. Okay. And what about a Chateau Campay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, but I am so stressed out right now because you just never know with this bunch of girls. I mean, like, these girls will pick apart. If it becomes Chateau Sheree, then I will say it's Chateau Sheree. No, no, but you today, have to, you have it is never land. Oh, Atlanta is talking about the house that never was. Chateau, she can't pay. Really, Chateau Thelma. Chateau, she ain't done yet. I have to make sure it's what I expect. So I'm not taking any shorts on this day. So we have a couple things to touch on here about this party. Because here's the thing. This party is going to take up most of the episode. We're going to be talking about this party a lot. Um, so let's start with what she... Cocktails, what is the, please. Yeah, let's start with the cocktails. Okay. So we got three cocktails. We're, we're doing the La Chateau. Which, what? what do you think is in the How La Chateau? How dare you start with that? <laughs> <laughs> How dare she start with that? How dare you start with that? It's already pompous. <laughs> I'm not ordering no, that one. Time. What's next? Um, <laughs> Neverland cocktail. Ew, gross. That's scandalous, right? <laughs> what do you think of? But now I know that she's actually hazing herself. Correct. Because she got called. Here's what I want to say, though. The 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 uh, the um, non-existence of Nini really looms in these episodes. Mm-hmm. You like, do feel her absence. I do. And it's like, I do I want her? Do I not? I'm not sure. You but do. like it's a toxic. specter behind me. She always haunts. It's toxic. Yeah. <laughs> you want her there. I do want Nini. Yeah. You want to not want her there, but you do. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And it's like I do too. I don't to even accept. know her. Yeah. But you know what's really sad? <laughs> She's haunting the hell yeah. out of Sheree. Correct. And then we move All on. All the, the girls are bullying oh, yeah, they her bully. to death. Do you see, like, this is the first instance of it, but- all throughout, is she talking about the party? Her eyes are so big. You can see the whites around the iris. She looks really terrified that yes. they're going to haze her to death <laughs> at this party. Well, that's what she says. She said, you know, I need it to be good, perfect, because these women will pick everything apart and I make do my not, life a mess. I don't want friends like that. Is that but what But then happens? she names her cocktails La Chateau, Neverland, and the final one is called Chateau Can't Pay. Right. So... <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to bring it up, or you do, or okay. Well, I think that's one of those things where, like, okay, if you know people are going to be talking about it, you might as well say it first, make them laugh. I mean, any bullied person knows that tactic. You know, yeah, but I 
Here's another thing. I misheard that last uh, cocktail, and I thought she said champetti. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's that's kind of fun. No. <laughs> Well, champagne. Um, There's other ways to go. She didn't have to do it like that. She could have fun with it. Well, Sheree moves over to, she's sort of telling her team, you know, think over the top, think grand. She wants to make a huge impression on the other women, but then we kind of realize that she is missing key elements to a home. She's insane about this. <laughs> <laughs> she wants a party so bad by the season finale. Yes. Well, that's what it is, really. Yeah. She. The house is not done yet, listener. Uh, dear listener, it is not finished. Um, Again, it, th- I think the main room is done for the most part. The kitchen is done, but that's about it. And she has no appliance. Like she realizes very quickly, she doesn't have a refrigerator yet. She does not have a stove. She doesn't have a single kind of appliance to feed a hundred people. She's insane over this. <laughs> She's been driven into a state of a mad frenzy. <laughs> Out damn spot. She looks crazy. Yeah, I mean, and even the That's hot really like contractor she was working with that you fell in love oh, with, are like, we, couldn't. Are we talking about Don already? <laughs> he was in my dream, y'all. He was. But I think he's a little later. Yeah. Can I, before we move on, can I bring up this thing I noticed, which is the, the, a lot of the housewives to me probably have a good sense of humor off camera, but mm-hmm. on camera is so bad. It's so bad. And I feel like they just laugh because yes. it's, Ah, let's alleviate the tension. And so there was all this tension when Sheree's like, this has to be done. It has to be perfect. Right, guys? <laughs> and they're like, uh, excuse me, is there going to be her team? You know, is there going to be an end time? <laughs> she goes, oh, you mean a time when we say you don't have to go home, but you have to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Everyone thought it was so funny. She was manic. That but was I, not funny. But I will say this. I can. That's a joke I've heard a lot. I'm just saying. No, for sure. I mean, I don't think Sheree's a particularly funny woman, you That's know. That's not but a joke. It's not. But also, I think she's nervous. And also, that team you speak of, I don't think those are hired help. I think that's her family. Definitely. I get, fam- like, loose family cousins vibes yeah. from that group. Because none of them knew, seemed like none of them knew what they were doing. I think that just happens, though. Well, it, it was like missing one table, and they had to furnish a whole house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There, there was just way too many confused looks for people that were getting paid to make sure it happened. But yeah, true. Let's move on. So we move over to Candy, and Candy's 14-year-old daughter, Riley, at the time, they're going to go meet with uh, Riley's absent father of many years. She hasn't seen him in a long time, and uh, he's been reaching out pretty consistently, and he's apparently trying to create a relationship now let's sort of di- cuz here's the thing Riley is a very nervous child like she's timid she's shy she's, she's 14 she's 14 which I don't want to call her out on I was awkward and I was 14. embarrassed by everything um so and who knows maybe the cameras added an extra element of just complete cringe to this entire moment well you know they'd be picking the weirdest faces <laughs> they yeah. always do but when he arrives um, it's sort of like this moment cause he's trying to sort of initiate small talk with Riley and she, Riley isn't having it. Um, and she's like desperate for candy, her mom to sort of stop think, it, stop the whole <laughs> stop thing. Stop the whole thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> but the whole time they're all smiling and joking and like very jovial. Yes. You can see how they got together and how that whole dynamic well, I don't was formed. I want to speak. I, I don't know what. I, I obviously, you know, he left Candy with a small child, and I don't respect that at all. His name is Block. But his name, my name is Block, and I think he, I would, I would take a trip around the block, if you know what I, I mean. Me too. Like, <laughs> he was kind of fun. I mean, he's, <laughs> he looks fun. He looked, he was a, you know. He goes, hey, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening with it? What's up, Mickey Mouse? <laughs> he was a fun guy, <laughs> okay, you know. Yeah. Like, Came in big energy, you know, I'm just saying. 
Um, and then the tone kind of gets very. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, because I know it's coming. It's um, weird. Candy, candy uh, yeah, the tone gets a little off. Candy shows Block the song that Riley recorded about him, which basically says that it's too late for him to have a relationship with her. Um, and do you have the lyrics to this? Because I didn't. It's 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 tough. Yeah, I do. I don't remember the melody, so I can. You could riff on it a little bit. You want to call me now? You want to be around? You want to give me hugs, expecting me to show you love. You're still a stranger to me. There's so much anger in me. And then it cuts off. So. And they both, he goes, okay. Who, who wrote that? He's just laughing. It's so awkward. Well, and I don't want to say that, a, you know, a little girl's pain about not having her father around is stupid or funny. I'm like, sorry, but they're all laughing. But they were laughing. Yeah. It makes it okay for me. Uh, I just I love the idea of Candy knowing full well, showing him this song that she helped record. You want to listen to it? Because it's pretty much dogging you, left, right, and center, for leaving this little girl. Um, where do you stand here? Do you feel like they didn't give him a, a good, decent try here? Or? I don't think this was their sincere family talk about those issues. Yeah. This was the thing for TV, and that's why they're all laughing, right? <laughs> or is this how they they handle stuff? I don't know. I mean, it seemed real enough to me because when Candy leaves them to talk to, by themselves, like Riley, like is scared. Like she can't imagine just having a conversation with him without her mom around. Like she fights it so deeply. So I think it was real for Riley at the very least. Yeah. Um, which I feel horrible because like Riley and her dad try and small talk, but he, and he brings up that there's this moment where he brings up that he was at the hospital when she was born. And then she like sort of counters that by saying, well, did you sign the birth certificate? Which I'm like, what is that? Is that like an important thing to do? Mine has a typo on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I mean, it is, I guess, right? I guess, no, it is, it I is. guess. But like, I, I don't, I, I mean, were him and Candy like a married couple when they gave birth? Like, I, I don't think so. Right. Why would he need to sign it? I mean. Because he didn't want to get sued for child support, right? Well, that, and that's part of the issues that they're going through is because oh. he owes so much child support. Oh, um, oh. So okay. it's muddy. I mean, you it's know, money at the end of the day. Yeah, and uh, he tried to ditch out on a bill. Yeah, at the end of the day, but he's sort of fighting it because he's saying, "No, I was there for this, and I was there for that." He was at the hospital. And was, it sounded like the first time that the daughter had heard that he was at the <laughs> yeah. hospital. So that's well, kind of a big deal. And then he sort of pulls out this word. He insists that Bri- Riley is um, brainwashed because he seems to think that she doesn't. She's getting told certain information about him that isn't true, and I did pull the She clip, is being so. filled in on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's listen hit to it. it. Do you ever remember y'all having constant communication where he was communicating on a regular basis? No. It's brainwashed. Oh, she brainwashed. All this other stuff you saying about me, it's not even relevant. Are you really going to step up? Are you really going to do what you're supposed to do as a dad to Riley at this point? Are you going to be consistent with your communication with her? You had her number from the time she was five, it. and you was not and using it. I used it. it. You are so full I of used it. your old phone. Because right now I have my kids, I make sure my kids call their mom. That's what I do. I mean, that's parenting, man. Stop, 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 well, stop blaming me. You should still tell her to reach out to her pops. I did. You're supposed to make sure she did that, regardless. No, 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 no. You as no, a parent. You no, as a because, parent, regardless of whatever. You had a whole other family. If you're not a father with all your kids, you're not a good father. Put your phone down. 
I can I, I, even I, I, name, no, I can name the times you've yeah. seen her. Can I say something? <laughs> can I say something, yeah, mother? Uh, me shade comes uh, in the night with us. All right, I apologize. He's the adult. I was a child. It's Brain. not brainwashed. There's no one had to tell Brain. me. It's obvious. You're brainwashed. Well, Something yes. definitely happened to make you think that you were around. So we kind of get a glimpse of the Lock and Brandy's. <laughs> what? The washed brains. <laughs> they both got washed brains. They. Well, I mean, we kind of get a viewpoint of like how Candy and Block were as a couple. Not well. Not good. Um, because he seems to be living on a different planet when it comes to what he did and didn't do. And he even doubles down and says... It's Candy's responsibility to tell Riley to call him. It's not his responsibility to call his own daughter. So, I mean, that's that's a toxic man if I ever saw one. But oh, really? I think so. I why have should a bad it be the barometer kids? for that? Well, I don't why know. should the kid have to call the parent? I don't. I don't know. That doesn't seem too outrageous. Like you know how when your mom like gives you the phone to talk to grandma. I mean, it's but like <laughs> me and grandma are good. Yeah, I I just mean if there's someone that is actively making a point to not be in your life. Well, he's a strange like a grandma kind of. Why don't you put it all out on the table here? What are you like saying that block is? Am not, I pro block? Am I yeah, on the block? I think you're pro on the block. I want to have a block party. <laughs> I do. I'll go. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess I'm a little too forgiving with that kind of shit, mm-hmm. but I mean. I just, I can't, she was five. What's he going to talk to her about? <laughs> that is so not the point. You have to What's be a part of your kid's life. Like, Did you play with your blocks? How are they? <laughs> have you seen the news? Oh, no, I can't talk to you about that. Okay, you're going to get hate mail on this. I hear what? them. I think they're <laughs> typing right now, actually. <laughs> Because you can't just say, like, well, he wasn't with Candy, so what's the point of him having to be with Riley? Like, who cares? You know, that's his kid. So he should at least made an effort to be a part of her life. And at the very that least. That would have been nice, but now she has to forget it. Because what she's is she gonna, 14. You gotta she's move going on, kid. through it. I mean, here's the thing. Listen, th- I'll open up this small part of my history. I've never met my real father. Never. Ever. But I've never once felt like I was guilty for not reaching out to him. I feel like it's his responsibility to reach out to me if that were the case, if he wanted to. Well, my father and I are relatively close, <laughs> but, you know, he's traveled a lot. And. I don't think we reached out to each other for a long time. Okay, what am I going to do? I have a kid. You're a grown-up person. Well, when I was a kid, what am I going to do? Call okay, we could be here all talk. night. No one I wants th- to be on the phone with our dad? <laughs> Shit sucks. <laughs> I think that it's a situation where... It sucks. I mean, come on. And he has I mean, other he, kids. He has a whole other family that he's supporting. Well, at the very least, he could have taken her to like a Chuck E. Cheese or something or whatever was hot. Or just pay child support. That was the thing he should have done off <laughs> rib. Yeah, I guess that's a problem. So, Because it did probably affect her quality of life. 100%. Well, not necessarily. Okay, Candy's, well, then never mind. Well, Candy's... I'm back I don't, on the block, I don't think it's baby. about the money. I don't think it's about the money. I just think it's about <laughs> I'm back being on the block. there. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> I'm back oh, on the block now. He knew she was loaded, and he's like, you know what? I can't with this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. We'll probably. move on. I mean, Block does end up apologizing, but I think it was on deaf ears. I mean, Riley couldn't care less. I don't think they'll ever have a relationship. They and- could if she freaking chills out. Okay. Uh, officially, Amanda is anti-14-year-old <laughs> shy girl, don't Riley. Don't say anti. I'm pro-Block, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm pro-block anti-surly, okay? <laughs> Loosen up. Uh, we head over to Phaedra's office, or I guess she's meeting with another lawyer. Um, she's with a little man named Johnny. 
Now, Johnny, who used to be Candy's former assistant, and Johnny has some grievances. Johnny Winston. Yes. <laughs> Johnny has some grievances uh, to air out legally with Candy. And so they're meeting with other lawyers to decide if he has a case to sue Candy for damages relating to two things. Two. One. Uh-huh. He feels as if the idea for their restaurant, OLG, OLG yeah. came from him and they stole it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Number two. Yeah. He's saying <laughs> that he was never paid for overtime. He would work a seven-day work week and only get paid for five. Now They tossed out that first one real quick. Yeah, the first one <laughs> did not stand. The lawyer says, uh, that's not specific enough. We can't just take your case because you say you had the idea first. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but the, the pay claim, they're going to take forward because according to um, – well, according to Phaedra's... like the easiest thing to track as a law firm. You're like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you need more hours? Yeah. But Phaedra's calculations made it sound <laughs> crazy. Phaedra said that she did some, what did she call it, loose or rusty calculations? She, uh, rough calculations. Um, yeah. <laughs> that he was only... Johnny Winston was only getting paid... Um, For five days, but he worked seven, right? And that he was only making... Two dollars and thirty cents an hour. Well, let's play the clip because I think, well, yeah, we're explaining it wrong. Let's hit it real quick. Once that complaint is filed, the battle begins. I do have one follow-up question. Okay. Were you employed by Candy Coated Entertainment at the time Miss Burris Tucker planned her wedding? Yes. Okay. What was your role? Miss Burris came to me and asked me to do her wedding, like as a planner. Candy's wedding wasn't just a regular wedding; it was a production. She wanted to come into America theme. I secured the animals. I set up the auditions for the dancers. Then she wanted a dramatic entrance, so we had to find the feather girls. 16-hour days, sometimes even longer. A wedding of this magnitude, you I'm used to the basic. You got money. Get it together, man. I would get paid for five working days, but I would be, technically work seven days. Now, did you get any extra compensation for that work? It was no additional compensation. Federal law requires that you make a certain amount of money. Seven dollars seven twenty-five in Georgia. And I sort of did a, a sketchy calculation, and I think he was probably making right about two dollars and three cents. And that's a violation of federal law, clearly. Didn't Miss Burris she have was, knowledge too she, as well? She was aware of everything. Okay. They told her how much I was getting paid, and she signed every check. Johnny's case, like any other case, is always about evidence and facts. But proof is in the pudding. Whatever happens, this is not my case. I'm not the lawyer on it, so it won't make me one penny richer. Can we file tomorrow? <laughs> okay, so let's settle down here for a moment, because I got to say, this is kind of half the meat of the episode is about this. So let's... Examine Let's the examine the case file of that. Yes. Let's do our own sketchy calc, huh? <laughs> so according to Mr. Winston, Johnny, the uh the plaintiff, uh he is saying that Candy Coated Industries, the he worked uh he worked for them for a certain amount of time. And when he did Candy's wedding, he was working seven hour weeks, twenty-four hours a day, nonstop, trying to get all this crazy stuff for her wedding, which it was a crazy Cuckoo wedding, I gotta say. I mean, that. it was a but regular housewives wedding, though, from what I could tell. Correct. Um, That's how they do it. So he is saying that he was not paid for two out of the five, two days. out of seven days, correct? Yes. So it's two days a week he wasn't getting paid for. Now, according to Miss Phaedra Parks, she did some sketchy, sketchy calculations. She's saying he, overall, 
he was only getting paid about $2 an hour, two thirty. So we crunched some numbers of our mm-hmm. own. We did. And realized that we got our accountants to look at it. That would be a, a wild violation. <laughs> Correct. Weekly, he would be getting paid $257.60. Every week. That's more, no, sorry, that's incredibly less than I make, and I don't make that much money. <laughs> like, <laughs> All day, every day, more than 16, 16 hour days. We gave him 16 hour minimum, your, yeah, yeah, maximum days. Yes. Um, and then we calculate, hey, what if he was making minimum wage, 725? Yeah. The bare minimum. Right. That would be 812 a week. And I'm just trying to picture it personally. I can't picture her cutting a check. I can't. That looks like that. Especially if it's the guy that's planning the wedding. Now, here's the thing. He was an executive assistant. I don't think he was the actual wedding planner. Let me rephrase that. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Assistants make, what do you think assistants have? 30 grand a year, maybe 45 a year, 45, maybe? Yeah, yeah. You know, high profile. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, big big star candidate. Executive, yeah. Yeah. I don't really believe that Candy would actively be like, 200 a week is great for you, buddy. There you go. Let's sign it off. I don't think he was working 16-hour days, Jordan. I don't either. You can't book animals and dancers at (laughs) night. (laughs) You have to make that call the 9 to 5. All that stuff happens in the daylight when people are awake, when they can see. What do you think this all is? Did Vader seek him out to be like, I want to take Candy down and you're a disgruntled ex-employee? He is mushy. He is made of clay. Yes. She molded this man. Did you see how he was like, can we can we file today? She really made him think that he had something going. Right. But this is just whatever. I think she knew it was whatever from jump. Well, and let's remind the listener, the dear listeners, that um, Phaedra is not trying this case. She is not on the no, case. she's just sitting there. She's just sitting there listening to them defame Candy and how she doesn't pay her employees. I don't think she even says anything. No. In the scene, but she is there. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, oh, these uh, poor lawyers. Yeah, They're the, the ones I feel bad for. Well, the lawyers had to sit through it and had to deal with uh, having to calculate the, the the BS about They probably were like, oh, I have to be home late tonight. I got to do this Housewives of Atlanta <laughs> case. It's, you know, they're still filming. It's different for me, but, you know, sorry, can you just keep dinner on the stove for me? God. <laughs> what a waste of their time. <laughs> well, and like. If he's not, if he didn't make any money from candy, how is he affording? Like, what is his new job? You know, he, he has money from it. The way Todd said Correct. you got money, like, made me think. Okay, well, I think what Todd was saying in that moment was, "You got money because we're giving you all this money. Take care exactly. of exactly. You know, he's like, saying like you're getting overpaid. Yeah, <laughs> for what you're doing because yeah. he didn't look that tired. No, he wasn't moving fast. Yeah, I think he just in didn't like to do the job he was signed up to do. Well, hey, happens to all of us. Sometimes, um. <laughs> but if the money right, what? <laughs> we'll we'll revisit that. But we're going to go back to Sheree's Chateau for um, she's before the, the event, and everyone's sort of working last minute to get everything ready. And they're still like installing sinks, I think, and there's no furniture barely, um, and there's like we said, no appliances, no fridge, no stove. I mean, the, and when she finds out, she tries to confront a man whose voice. You have so to Amanda, hear. like we said earlier, me and Amanda are both incredibly horny individuals um, right now. They did it to us, and they did it to us. Now, so, you, uh, sorry, mom, if you're listening, we're not horny right now. We're going to play the clip, but only so partially to discuss the appliance issue, and also because Amanda fell in love with a man, uh, a married man, it would seem, and uh, he he was wearing a football ring. Just listen to his silky voice, and uh, you be the judge. And if you want to go watch the episode, you can go watch it too. Um, but yeah, let's let's. Let's have a little chat with uh, Sheree's appliance guy. Don. Don. Don Jacobs, just the person I wanted to see. What's going on? Uh. 
Well, they came up with stainless steel. They brought the wrong one. Wait a minute. I, I got to take this out. So you, you're telling me that they came by with appliances that they were not the correct. Wrong, they that, brought the wrong bag. I can't even take this right now. I paid extra money to have a cabinet man. We have panels here for dishwashers, for refrigerator and freezer. What's the matter? My appliances are not coming in. I'm, I feel like I'm losing my mind right now. So yeah, Amanda... Did you hear that laugh? <laughs> I mean, Don was a was a tall drink of water, mm-hmm, y'all. Yes, I mean, if you wanna if you wanna get a a quickie and go watch that episode about six minutes in, because he, uh, hmm, yeah, man, and in a good job field, I mean, the construction manager like that's got to pay more than two hundred and fifty dollars. He didn't look like he was doing back back breaking <laughs> labor. He's just kind of standing there with his hands on his hips. Which I got, I do have to take into task though for completely missupervising them bringing the wrong appliances. It's okay. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> when I tell you the drool coming off Amanda right now, I mean, I was this, I mean, look, here's the thing. There's so many hot people on Atlanta, like the men, yeah. the women, it's just like they bring it. I mean, gosh, Saray's son, which we'll yep. see later. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, they're bringing it. Sorry. Effortlessly. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. It's over now. Thank you guys. <laughs> we, we got, got some get things to do. Um, <laughs> let's move over to, well, no, let's talk about the appliances. I mean, what, how, okay, why is this he so did, chaotic? He did make a mistake, but you know why? Cause she Russian. She's so Russian. she can <laughs> flex on everybody. <laughs> I feel like they're going to roll up to the house and it's going to be just a big cardboard front and they're going to touch it. It's going <laughs> to fall down. And that would be extremely Atlanta as well. <laughs> That's just classic Atlanta attitude. Oh my God. Hurry, hurry. You know, you drive around here, you're about to die. Yes, <laughs> very hurry bad. up. I want to die. <laughs> like, that's how people drive. It's crazy. And they're rushing so they can flex. <laughs> yes, I mean, look, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Um, Portia, we move over to Portia and her sister, and we're going to take the tone down a little bit, guys. We're going to move. We're going to try. We're going to try to be a little more serious here because Portia and her sister, Lauren, they go to visit their father's gravesite. And Portia says she usually ends up flaking on situations like that. Um, but this time she really feels like she needs to go, which I feel like means the cameras were there and we did it. However, I'm not going to call her out on that. That's her decision. I was going to say, why are they? Um, it was a very intimate moment. That I think I it was his birthday. Uh, I would have rather Or not. his death anniversary. I'm not sure. I guess you have to take all of the housewives. You can't just pick the fun stuff, right? Right. You have to take their lives, the lives of the wives. I didn't particularly want to see that, but it was good. I mean, yeah, nothing really. They just discuss how, you know, their father insisted on them growing up as full-blooded sisters because they share two different mothers, which I find interesting because I've never, uh, you usually hear about, you know, people being really close siblings, if they, but they have different fathers. But I think it's kind of, because usually, like, when yeah. you have different mothers, that means, like, you each lives at the mom's house, right. most likely. And you might not have a close relationship with that sibling. So, yeah. so I mean, hey, I'm glad that they... Same. Yeah, they open up, they cry. Uh, Portia says she wants the relate. She realizes that she wants the relationship that she's in now with this guy, Todd, that she wants the... Bossy, goofy, intelligent, strong, leader. That's what the kind of guy she wants, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good to everybody, right? Before this, she she just wanted a baby and she wanted sperm. That's all she wanted. And now she's like, oh, well, maybe I can have a relationship too. Oh, is that how she's doing it? Yeah. She could have had the baby. Well, and she ended up. The she man. does end up having the baby, but it's just like at this moment, she just desperately wants the baby more than the man. Which I've been there. I honestly like. What's the point of a man when you can spit it out? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my sister right now. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Angela. I'm sorry. 
anyways. Hopefully you didn't listen this far into the podcast. <laughs> I love you. Congratulations. Um, they share a lot. Yeah, I mean. And she's not, you know, out of wedlock or anything. She's doing You don't have to explain it I'm that sorry. deep. I'm sorry. I can't. It's fine. I, I feel it, bad. I think it went over everyone's I'm head. I'm a bad sister. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, Portia's just sort of come to terms with the fact that she wants love and a baby and the whole, you know, thing. And some people get that. Yeah. My sister is one of those people. Good for you, Angela. Round two. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't make me feel any type of way. <laughs> Not jealous. Feeling good. Let's change the energy then. Let's go <laughs> Let's go back to Candy's house because she mentions that Sheree's housewarming theme is masquerade. And um which I I mean How do you what do you feel about the theme? Because there's a thousand themes for a party. I think it's played out. I think especially like now that like masks are in, you know, like <laughs> It's kind of, what's the point, you know? But well, yeah, you know, but this... This was like a sexy mask party, like... Which is played out as hell. Yeah. Sexy mask. Like, eyes wide shut, yep. kind of, like... people have been doing that forever. Yeah, it's it's not original, but you know what? Sheree was on a times crunch, and so she probably just sort of said, that That's great, do. Yeah, right. easy. Um, then we get this moment where Don Juan, who we've spoken about before, he's on business, though. He says he calls Candy to tell her about what's been happening with the lawsuit with Johnny and Candy says that Tyler Perry told her that he always has money put aside to fight frivolous lawsuits like this. And I believe that like Candy will squash this in like two seconds flat. Right. He's saying overtime 20 hours every week for the past two years. <laughs> every day he'd be dead working that much. <laughs> that simply didn't happen. There's no way. I mean, there's no way that Candy would have overlooked one of her big employees that has been filmed that like, it's not like an underling that she has no contact with. Yeah. Right. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Johnny Winston, if you're out there. Nice try. Nice try. And you got played because you're clay. <laughs> clay gets played with. Soft and mushy. Um, but you're probably a great guy, maybe. It's just you you, you picked you the got, wrong team. You jumped into the washer, got spun around <laughs> a little bit. Phaedra played with you. That yeah, was, she did. It's really her fault. She swatted at you like a cat and let you go. Mm-hmm. Like, that was it. Yep, and you got embarrassed. Um, but Candy does know that Phaedra was involved in this lawsuit. Uh, meanwhile, at Phaedra's house, she welcomes her friend Dwight as her date to Sheree's party. I didn't understand this because Dwight's sort of been like a character on and off Atlanta for a while. He walked into that house like he worked there. <laughs> I was so confused. It's like, does he, was he always here? Well, just just he, that, yeah. Is he just hiding behind the door? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't understand. I, I don't know. He owns the rooms he walks he into. That must've just been what happened. That was a, a powerful presence. And when you, when you're thinking, if you don't know what we're talking about, this is a sort of man, classic Atlanta gay stereotype, the sort of older gentleman that's yep. very classily dressed, but incredibly speaks so sharp. How dreadful. Hello, how dreadful. You look amazing. <laughs> That kind of air of a yeah. gay man. Yeah. Um, Splendid. Oh. Um, <laughs> but uh, Candy and Todd, then we move on to another issue that we'll be discussing quite a bit. Uh, Candy and Todd discuss the previous episode's bombshell of Apollo's new girlfriend visiting the restaurant while he is, of course, incarcerated. Um, and Candy felt uncomfortable about it, uncomfortable about it, and knows that it will get brought up later at the party. Um, where are we? Like that, that, now, we didn't see the episode, so we don't know the context, and we're not going to spend too much time on it. However, the way that it sort of oozed into this episode of the girls realizing, like, ooh, what was Candy trying to be messy having Apollo's girlfriend there? Y'all wish. I mean, I don't believe it. Once again, like it felt forced. 
Yeah. Because I never saw the chick. I saw her in one cutscene. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to show up at the party. Yeah. Which would have been wild. Yeah. But she should have. That would have been, be been great. Yeah. Throw, her, throw her in there. I yeah. want to see. Make her housewife at this point. Make her crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Give her Spanish fly. <laughs> but, um,. No, they didn't do anything with her, so it felt like they contrived. Like, they were just trying to be like, look at Candy. Is she being messy now? <laughs> oh, and it was sort of like, oh, poor Phaedra. Thank God she wasn't at the restaurant to see the, the new girlfriend of Apollo. But when you look at the history of Phaedra and Apollo, they ended, they were dragging each other in courts, in the streets. They hated each other. Why the hell, sorry, why, why in the heck would uh, Phaedra care who he's fucking with? You know, she, Phaedra's probably already got a... <laughs> you just said... <laughs> Where there's an E next Why to our podcast. Why the hecking server. fuck? <laughs> Why would Phaedra... Phaedra's probably already got a guy on the side anyways, and he's in jail now. So honestly, if anything, if anyone was trying to be messy, it was the girlfriend trying to get on the TV show. Uh, just sort of like be like, oh, hi, remember me? It's my... Was I she have trying? sex with Apollo sometimes. You or know? did Todd legit invite her and him? I mean, I don't know. She's engaged to him. Right. To Apollo. Well, and P- Apollo and Todd are good friends. That's what happens when you break up with somebody and you're friends Remem- with everybody. Right, because remember, when Apollo was going to jail, we talked about it. He was Apollo was trying to hide stuff in Todd and Candy's garage because yes. he didn't want the IRS to take it. Yes. Todd and Apollo are thick as thieves. Always have been. You got to so, expect some shady shit from them. Yeah. Sorry. And yeah, they're going to bring all them little girls around. That's how it's going to go. Don't be friends with them. <laughs> Make new friends. You're rich. Move on. I don't. I don't. I don't put this on Candy at all. I think Candy. Was, no, it was a mistake. Yeah, obviously. Candy's, Candy's an trying oversight. to run a business, an empire. Like, yeah, comfortably too, with a smile yeah. on her face. Yeah. So yeah, she's not really paying attention to the girls. As you can say, around. as you can tell, like Candy, we don't have anything negative to say about this girl. Yeah, like, help us, Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Show uh, me how you do it. And honestly, I'll work for you for like. 200 bucks a week. I'll work for $2.30 <laughs> an hour. <laughs> Just for the exposure. I won't alone. even tell the government. Um, then we move over to the night of Sheree's party. It's finally arrived. Um, she's still pissed that the appliances aren't there, but what can you do? Um, but she does sort of own it. She says, you know what, though? It's okay because it could take a lifetime to finish decorating. You cannot rush a masterpiece. So that just goes to show. Like, it's fine. I don't have any appliances because... Every single detail must be meticulously chosen. And I'm sorry, the party is the, when it is, you know? Yikes. Baker. Fell apart. Right? <laughs> um, She's like, I don't care about that. <laughs> like, she definitely does care. Let's move over to the actual event. So describe what you would walk into if you saw, if you were at Sheree's housewarming event for Chateau Sheree. Right. Okay. Gosh. Okay, so the you open the door and it is bright. <laughs> that is the first thing that I noticed. It's nighttime outside, but it is bright white inside. Uh you, you're going to see a woman in the middle of like a it looks like a table, yes. right? A little seating arrangement. Uh-huh. Woman's in the middle uh inside of like a metal Mobius ball. <laughs> Kind of like an optical illusion ball just spinning around. The ball's going up her butt crack. Like an an acrobat lady. Yeah, she's swinging around in like a flesh-colored diamondy suit. Yeah. Just to give you the illusion that, you know, hey, look at me. Outside, you got a girl dancing lonely style just out there on the balcony. It's probably cold. Yeah. Or hot. I don't know who she's dancing for. 
because no. everyone's already yeah. arrived. So now she's just out there dancing. She's lit up. Um, there's a lot of cars out front. I don't know how the parking situation was. I thought it might be valet, but it looks like they're just piling up. Yeah. Uh, your your cocktail waitresses, they've got tight dresses, tight ponytails. What, six, seven inch tall heels? Yes. Tall heels and little sticks. For you <laughs> little, to eat. little bobs. Little, little bobs, kebabs of some type. We got a bar, maybe not a full bar. We got plastic cups, little tiny ones. Sorry, got to knock the bar. Not a good bar. No. No. When at one point later on, Todd, Candy's husband, says that they were down to just a bottle. So clearly they couldn't, the, the supply didn't meet the demand. Yeah, like. no. It didn't look like it was ready. <laughs> Should have had that uh, champetti on deck. Might have lasted a little longer. We've but. talked about a lot of lavish engagements at people's homes. This Where does this so- rate? It was so bright, Jordan. <laughs> I can't get, I cannot... I mean, the walls are white. The floor is white. It's obviously missing some stuff, but mm-hmm. we know that. You know, yeah. I didn't want to bring that up again, but I have to. The, the house looks empty. It doesn't look lived yeah. in. It looks weird. Clinical, <laughs> but sleazy. <laughs> very, very jarring. Uh, Six point five out of ten. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll put that on the board. Can we put that on the board, please? Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, so the girls all start to arrive. Um, Portia's there talking about her. The whole thing, Portia keeps bringing up this thing where she wants this, uh, this relationship that she's into work. It doesn't. I'm not going to focus on it. Um, Cynthia's, <laughs> Cynthia's excited to finally stand in Chateau Charest because it's been so long. I wanted to touch down on this moment, though, because Charest's mother, Thelma, arrives and gives an emotional welcome to her daughter. Now, can you pull up Google real quick for me? Real, Here it comes. Real quick. So about a year ago, and I do not want to speak about this in bad taste. I just don't have the information in front of me. However, Sheree's mother, Thelma, did go missing right around the time the pandemic really hit hard in America. And we I don't know if she was ever found. Well, do you have any information? You really don't know? No. It's still loading. Well, here's the thing. Here's what happened. So basically all of her social media. Okay, go on. Are you ready? Yes. You're going to hate this. Oh, no. Sheree Whitfield's mom was just taking time away for her family when <laughs> she was presumed missing. <laughs> Thelma Ferguson, after she went missing for more than two weeks, was later found earlier this spring during her appearance on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen at home on May 10th. She's happened to report that her mom's just fine. <laughs> She's doing absolutely amazing. She's healthy, happy, and just doing good. Well, thank goodness. Like, I was worried sick because when I saw her in this episode, I said, oh, because she seemed a little. Yeah, apparently she was on Instagram asking people uh, for prayers and <laughs> to contact the authorities. With it. I think Cairo was even Whoa. on Instagram saying, where's my grandma? So, I mean, look, I'm glad she's she's still she with us. She took the hell off. <laughs> she took time and didn't let us know. Well, I'm glad Thelma's I still okay. don't know where she went. She's not telling anybody. She won't say. She's not going to ever we'll say because she's going there again. <laughs> <laughs> Mark my well, words. Well, I'm glad that worked out okay. <laughs> Let's, um, so the, <laughs> I was not expecting everything to just be okay. I knew you would <laughs> be really surprised. <laughs> um, <laughs> she was actually fine. <laughs> So the girls sort of start to gather um, at the party, and Cynthia wants to be a little messy tonight. So she's going to spill the tea on uh, messy Apollo, who it's so funny that Apollo is um, causing all this ruckus sitting in a jail cell, which got to give him props. Yeah. And, you know, 
I mean, look. He's pulling strings from he's behind He's a felon. Bars, he's man. fine as hell, and he's, he's a good reality TV producer. That's all I can say. Yeah. But let's play the clip. <laughs> You also missed the OLG restaurant opening. How was it? Was it, it was good. amazing. It was delicious. The food was incredible. But uh, Apollo's girlfriend came. What? Her name is Shereen. Beautiful. She came to extend her congratulations on behalf of Apollo, who is very different with Todd and Candy. Talk about that seem a little messy. I mean, if he wants to move on and they're getting a divorce, that's fine. Okay, but wait, give me the tea. She give y'all anything? How long they've been together? Uh, I want to say maybe about four years. Huh? I, well, I know since he's been in jail, they've been together. Four years? But you've only been locked up for two? They're serving sloppy seconds at their restaurant. Look, here's the thing. If everybody's well, moving I'm, on, little, I'm glad Fadra wasn't there. You didn't think she would have minded? I've been a little awkward. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that she would have Even if they're no longer together? It still would have been awkward. Let's just say that. Not to be the new bone collector. It is Shrey's housewarming, and she's kind of busy right now. So I just figured I'd help her out and just carry this little bone for her. Not trying to make it a full-time job. The only bones I want to be carrying are these old cheekbones over here. So we've kind of touched on um, the Apollo stuff, so we don't really need to focus on that too much. I want to talk about Cynthia here because Cynthia is... Um, she has a way with words, man. <laughs> uh, Look. She found a way to confuse me. <laughs> she got you really hard. I want to <laughs> say this, though. Cynthia, when she's single, I think she's lost in the world. I think she just needs a good dickin' sometimes because that's the thing. When she's in a stable relationship, she's normal. She's cool. She's she's calm. She's playing. But when she's single, she's not all there. And she's sort of like uh, messy and trying stuff and um, non sequitur. Non sequitur, yeah. What? A little cuckoo. She made me confused about what about a, what what a bone collector is. <laughs> what did you think it was? Now I don't know. <laughs> now I'm picturing like a shaman character, but the bones are Ima- they, other people's responsibilities. No, no, no. Imagine the shaman character, and uh-huh. she is that shaman character. Uh-huh. Now, what the bones represent are people's secrets and gossip. Okay. So she's collecting information, collecting you know secrets, collecting you know. Gossip and Got she's it. spreading the bones on the table to everyone for them to see. Is that the ritual? That is the the Atlanta Shade ritual. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Um, it was it threw me when she said these two cheekbones. That's when I was like, too many bones. Now I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. Um, I I loved when she, Cynthia, knowing full well what she was doing, talking to Portia about this. Uh, say, Portia saying, "I thankful that you know Phaedra wasn't there," and Cynthia going, "You think she would have minded?" Knowing full well, she knows. Crazy Major dumb would've. question. Yeah. Crazy <laughs> dumb. And whoever said, she's really pretty. Talking about Apollo's new girlfriend. That was Mal, Cynthia's sister, yeah. Messy <laughs> and also pretty dumb. <laughs> a dumb thing to say. Oof. Um. <laughs> it's just stupid. Don't yeah. say that. <laughs> Don't. We'll get another Cynthia moment in a bit. But Sheree finally makes her grand entrance to the party with uh, some hot guys carrying her dress. Um. Then we get the grand arrival of Hyra Whitfield, Sheree's son, who is 20 at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she freaks out quite a bit to see him, uh, but he just stays quiet. A quiet 20. Just nothing to say. Gives his mama a hug and just looks around. Just looking. Not any particular expression. Nope, but I'll take it. Blank. <laughs> Blank canvas? Who knows? Maybe there's just nothing in there. Tyro Whitfield. Yeah. Mm. That would make him what? About 23, 24 now? Okay, good age. Good age. All right. Maybe more quiet. 
Okay, sorry. I know the horny energy is going nuts throughout this entire show, but you know what? Sometimes you, you know, know what? it's you cold watch outside. It. You watch it and you tell me how you feel. Because <laughs> they got something for everybody in there. Oh, yes. Uh, the girls all gather and kiss and hug, and Phaedra finally arrives, and the energy totally splits. And that's when the girls split up. And Did they- you notice how she like showed up and everyone kind of had a mask, except for Portia, because, you know, yeah. everyone has to see that. But <laughs> she didn't have one at all. And Portia's like, oh, that's a cute mask, talking about yeah. the little feathers sticking out of it. I said, oh, she's one of, she wants people to see these faces that she's about to make. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that, I mean, that's, well, that's half of Phaedra's good things that she brings, is that her face cannot keep a secret. Yeah, like, that's what it was. But then we get the setup for what will become the big conflict of the night, and it's Phaedra versus Candy. Let's hit the clip. Hello. Uh-oh, they're gone. It came to me about something in the blogs. Apparently, your assistant is suing you. You talking about Johnny, honey? Child, I hope you work that out. That sounds like a mess. It's okay because when there's a lawsuit, you pay a lawyer to handle it. And that's what I'm doing. It's bogus, though. He got two attorneys, honey. And he ain't got no money to be talking about no two attorneys. So oh, I know right. two. If he got two, I know you get four ten, Jeff. <laughs> When I first got here, I bumped into Cynthia and her sister. And Shamia and we were outside talking. And I guess they had gone to Candy's event and said that Apollo's girlfriend came. So Apollo's girlfriend. that drops a new level of low. I know that they seek to try to hurt me, but honey. Who's they? Um, I guess Todd and Candy, if they're invited. I'm not surprised that Candy and Todd invited Apollo's girlfriend, pen pal, whoever she is, to the opening of the restaurant on my birthday. They're just being messy like they have the whole time. Desperate people do desperate desperate things. things. I mean, their ability to try to be wicked and ugly never seeks to amaze me. Like, I'm to the point now about ready to knock the bitch head off. But this just went too far. So this is what we're sort of heading. It's sort of just a train heading down the tracks of... Candy being upset with Phaedra because of this lawsuit, which I would be upset with too. I think that's warranted. That's actual, earned. real, yeah. tangible, time-wasting stuff. Correct. Now you're wasting my time and my money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially, yeah, don't mess with my money. You did it. Um, you really pissed me off. <laughs> and then you have the opposite side of the coin, but not equal, where you have Phaedra being like, that is so low down and dirty to have my ex-husband, who I do not want in my life or in my kid's life, who is in jail, and he has a girlfriend, and she is there at your restaurant? Oh, my God. Come on, girl. tried it. Fabricated. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, look, and that's not... Look, we've had... We've talked about Phaedra a lot on this show. We haven't said the most kind things about her, but she hasn't given given us the... Any sincerity. Yeah. She's phony. She knows it. (laughs) And sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Most of the shit doesn't stick to her, though. So she's okay. Except for that one time, apparently. <laughs> Where she claimed that... That's just crazy. The Todd and the paying the money for the video, is that what you were talking about? No, I'm talking about what you told me. Oh, about the allegations the against sex Andy. Yeah, yes. That did not happen. Come on. Yeah. Um. Well, and yeah, now we're wild. sort of separated into teams here. So you kind of yeah. have the Portia and, I like and Phaedra's Sheree team. Yeah. And then you have kind of the Cynthia Candy Kenya team. Uh-huh. Um, what, where do you think you would lie? That's an easy one. For me too. Candy, Cynthia, and Kenya, right? 
Maybe. Whoever's the drunkest. Because <laughs> I'm at the party. Whoever's apartment we're at and just having yeah. a good time. And you I'm never just, know what's going to happen. Whatever the vibe is. <laughs> did you see the photo booth? I did. The robotic. How could I miss it? <laughs> it was even brighter than the rest of the house. <laughs> Well, You're not I, escaping anything. I will say Atlanta is a well-lit city, too. So the fact that it was that bright, and I mean, come on. It was really wild. I'm remembering it, I think, a little brighter than it was, but it was still super bright. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, Cynthia does run into her ex-husband, Peter, at the party. And this is what I'm going back to. Like, she's sort of hunting him down throughout the party. Yeah, what she was that? She finally gets him to herself. She said, he's not going to come to me. <laughs> I got to find him. And I said out loud, Why? <laughs> Is there something I don't know? Because <laughs> there usually is. Um, the older housewife Lisa's there also. And then the goofiest bitch of them all, Kim Z. Bierman, um, walks through the door. Now, Amanda, I don't, I think if we've done any episode with Kim and it was like one and she was barely in it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't remember um, her. Initially. So this is your first exposure to icon of Atlanta Housewives, Kim Zolciak, my bitter enemy. Kim Zolciak, not really. I just don't vibe with her. Jordan. Not bitter enemy. How could you? I don't know her, but <laughs> what were your initial uh, thoughts uh, without getting into into detail of the fight later? Uh, they made it known that she has a lot of kids. Everyone was talking about how she finally found a babysitter. Like, that was her whole character to me yeah. for a while until she got into the shit. And now I see why they have her. She's... She's messy. And <laughs> I feel like in a cutthroat way, yeah. um, she's standing her own. She has to. She's got to be dynamic to run with them chicks. Well, so, yeah, to run with that group, especially in the early days of the show, yeah. to be with those dynamic women, you'd have to be, I mean, I guess I can respect her in that way. She did hold her own a lot of the time, and she's she has, like, a big name in the, in the show. Yeah. Um, don't like her. Oh. But um, Candy, <laughs> Candy, um... Candy already knows that if Kim is there, there will be some messiness. And then my baby girl Kenya arrives fashionably late, looking um, fabulous. For some reason, everyone thinks her jokes are funny. She goes, oh. She tells two back to back. Kenya does? Did you not hear him? Maybe I did. Shut I up. Stop it. You look like me when I saw Dawn for the first time. <laughs> um, yeah, she kills the room. She goes, yeah. had to get a leg up on the competition. <laughs> Talking about her. The slit in her dress. Yeah. yeah. And then she goes, and everyone goes, <laughs> she goes, it's all right. I found the place. I saw the bat signal outside. <laughs> everyone loses it again. They're losing their shit over this. <laughs> well, the, Sheree did have like a spotlight thing yeah. that they have. Yeah. Yeah. She thought that was, I mean, look, sure, she was right. She had funny. good material. She knew her audience. Yes. <laughs> In Sheree's own home, though, I love that she was killing the group. Yeah. Um, Sheree explains that her and Kim have been good for many years. She was in Kim's wedding. And uh, she's happy that Kim's there. And Kenya, this is when Kenya starts her sort of trajectory into messiness uh, for this week. Kenya decides to uh, use the bathroom in quotes and uh, conveniently finds an excuse to look around the manor. Well, I mean, in her defense, the tour was whack. Um, I can't imagine how long it was going on. Poor Croy. <laughs> Croy with his. Oh, Kim's husband, Croy. Yeah. Yeah. He walks into the room and he goes, is this green? Is that a green color? I'm colorblind. So was he Just doing that? Talking in about every the wall room? color. Yeah. yeah. 
poor little guy. I mean, he's an ex-football player. There's a lot of hits. Oh, no. So <laughs> Now I feel bad. Let's play the clip of uh, Messi, Messi Kenya at it again. Yeah. So wait, y'all haven't been around? Um, I think she was trying to wait until everybody got here before To kind of give us a little tour. A little tour. Oh, okay. Where's the ladies room, do you know? I think it's this way. Well, can you show me? Because yeah. I don't know where I'm going. Okay. I'm walking into Chateau Charest and it seems to be okay, but I can't quite understand how it's finished considering I just saw vendor trucks there this morning. What's really going on? Is this the basement? I don't even think we supposed to be down here. Well, clearly it's not roped off or anything. Oh my God. Oh my God. She said her house is more finished than mine. Oh hell no, no. After all the digs that she has taken at my house, this lady is living in a war zone. Is your basement totally done? Yes, my whole house is done. Okay, Sheree's house is not 100% done. Come on, Kenya, stop acting like this is just, you just found a jackpot down here. It's a lot of people with unfinished basements. Okay, 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 let's just see, let's just see. So yeah, I mean, look, Kenya is clearly trying to find a reason to sort of, but here's what I'm trying to get at here. Sheree has been giving her crap about her home, and so have you, actually, and trying to <laughs> talk about Kenya's house. Like, she doesn't live there, and it's not done. And <laughs> She doesn't live there, dude. <laughs> she just, I mean, it's nothing personal. I don't feel like she's a bad person for not living there, but she doesn't live there. So Kenya hears these claims, these uh, egregious lies, and so she wants to sort of give one back to Sheree, and she gets her ammo. She her gets her sick proof. demonic pleasure <laughs> walking down and seeing that someone's house isn't fully done. <laughs> Not a good look, hon. But you have to understand why she wasn't trying to make Sheree because she bad. doesn't live in her house. She doesn't live there. <laughs> Assume for a moment mm-hmm. that she doesn't live there, and she has been lying about living <laughs> okay. there. How maniacal is it to walk down, say, oh, this isn't roped off, <laughs> putting stanchions up in my own house now? Table that. You get down there and go, <laughs> wait, let's just see. Let's just see. The person you're hanging out with isn't even 100% in it with you. Yeah. <laughs> you're wandering around. There's a couple lights on. There's not much else to see except for that it's not finished, but she's still spending time down there being yeah. weird, <laughs> soaking it all in, looking around like, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Damn, if this house just is not complete. Right. Yeah, so it's like... You lost the battle on that one. Look, her and Sheree have gone back and forth about the house stuff. They've had the battle of the homes. It consumed her. And look, honestly, Candy... I mean, sorry, Candy's home might just be more done than Sheree's home. That's just how it is. Why is this a thing that makes a person bad or good? (laughs) That is true. Why? What's the point? You're right. She came down like, <laughs> yeah. I do love that one of Sheree's friends uh, finds Kenya and Candy downstairs and kicks them out. She had to shut it down. She did. really. I mean, that's a good friend to have. She's like, y'all are not supposed to be down here. Which is funny that Leilani. Sheree had to have known. Yeah. Sheree had to have known that they were going to do something like that. Like, to just sort well, of Well, she hired for, security to yeah. prevent this. <laughs> There's a lawsuit for you. Um, <laughs> They didn't do that. And then we get into this, like... Little like Kim basically over Sheree gets upset when she hears that they're in the basement, and Kim uh, is sort of appalled that she saw an opportunity. Kenya would be messy at Sheree's home, and kind of gets involved with Kenya. And Kenya's like, "You're not even on the show." Kim said, like, "Watch this. Watch who's really on the show. <laughs> Take a seat." 
Yeah. I'll show you how it's done. Um, and they'll, 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 they'll pop off at each other again. I just, I didn't really like how Kim, I mean, I get it. She, you know, she saw the opportunity. She obviously got invited back by the producers. She's like, you want a show? Let's give you a show. She said, I've been raising these kids, but I think I can school some too. <laughs> Sorry. You brought her out of the, you know, you brought. Bring her out, out of the retirement. box. She's going to do what she's good at. Yeah. She is. And uh-huh. she's like, where is my in? Where is it? Because she was quiet. She didn't look like she yeah. was being combative the whole time. She was walking around, taking the tour, being normal. And she goes, ah, there it is. There it is. Going to get you. <laughs> Opportunist. Well, Kenya will always give a reason to pop off. I mean, that's just, she's 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 a powder keg of They drama. probably prepped her before she got there, too. They're like, okay, so there's a thing going on with Phaedra, but you can't be in that. We got something else for you. <laughs> yeah, we got something just right. Yeah, just follow these people around. Um, and then Sheree starts to give a tour of the master, and I... I had to show this moment to everyone because um, Kenya loves just getting under Sheree's skin. And yeah, let's let's play the clip. Maniacal. The master, I still have so much work to do. I see a couple of my lighting fixtures too. Your lighting fixtures? Yeah, the ones in like three or four of them. Oh, they must be there now. They weren't there before. No, they're there. They've always been there. Kenya is clearly pretending tonight. This sounds like a bad case of single black female. Listen, I'm here to congratulate you. Thank you, I appreciate it. And I'm here, so. Okay, so this is, uh... This bed is very similar to mine. Mine just goes the other way. Mine was custom. Mine was too. Okay. Yeah. Kim, I just wanted to say hello. Hi. Because we're walking amongst each other and not speaking, so I just wanted to say hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. That's nice. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't try and leave, follow. That was all, I didn't want it to be awkward. You're not going to lead in my house. Lead, queen. Let the peasant follow. I didn't want to make it awkward. So Kenya's... (laughs) She's being a freak. She is, but like... And I get it. It's in bad taste. I mean, this is Sheree's home. Now you this see. This is her party. It's the time for her to unveil her home. That yeah. they've been, by the way, mind you, they have been giving her consistent shit about it from what I could gather. Yeah. For five years, they've had all sorts of little monikers mm-hmm. and funny goofs. Yeah. That they brought up at reunions. <laughs> they've been teasing her about it just as much as they've been teasing Kenya. But Kenya's like, oh, Try this on for size. <laughs> Not the time. Well, and yeah, Kenya's doing that thing that'll get under anyone's skin where she's just sort of saying it in a nice, friendly way. But what she's saying is like, I have what you don't have or you're not as good as me or kind of thing. Like, Because yeah, she goes like, oh, I, oh my God, I have all this same stuff that you have. That's so funny. Oh yeah, that's my bed too. We have the same bed, but mine's a little different. Mine was custom, mine was too. It was just like, wh- under the radar. It's like that kid that you play with, like when you're playing Special Powers. And you're like, okay, I have the power to talk to animals. He goes, I have that too. But I have invisibility. And I can fly. (laughs) Parker says, I have a force field. (laughs) We all know this kid. Not anymore. We don't hang out with him anymore. He's he's a bad kid. (laughs) Well, and during all that, I just, I love Kenya. Just because, I don't know. How can you really, like, Sheree does get like buck wild and goes at Kenya in a second. But like. All, all Kenya had to do was say, she says it later, she's like, that's not being shady, I'm just telling the truth. Which is equal, like, it's going to enrage anyone the it, second It, it almost enrages that. me. Yeah. I'm like, why don't you tell the truth about whether or not you lived in that house? Because <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Kim and Candy discuss the fallout of their friendship. Um, Candy did not want Kim to feel awkward at the party, which I totally get, because Candy is a good person. Um, and then we get a clip package of their particular beef between Kim and Candy, which is wild, and I forgot a lot of this stuff. But, like, apparently Kim stole Candy's baby name. 
Yeah, which, well, which was what? Cash? cash? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Kim took all the money for the song they made together, uh, like 80 grand, and Candy only got like four grand. Um, That's wild. That is too stupid. That's yeah, flagrant theft. You should have gotten Candy no better. Candy knows better now to not let something like that. Happen. Yeah, lesson yeah. learned. Expensive <laughs> lesson. Um, and meanwhile, Ken- Kenya is still getting into trouble for exploring because apparently Kenya is like leading the tour group without charade. <laughs> <laughs> she- Another tasteless act <laughs> from the demon. <laughs> what she doing? <laughs> to the point where like Sheree's noticing and the thing is Sheree's not acting too crazy like she's not saying get out of my house she's just sort of along the way trying like, to corral her <laughs> just trying to corral Kenya and you've got Marlo saying go on lead Sheree let the peasants follow behind it's just like everyone sees Kenya and what she's trying to do <laughs> and at one point Kenya says oh my god it's cute it's about half the size of mine oh yeah <laughs> and then the friend of Sheree goes did you hear that Sheree she said it's about half the size of her yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> There's so basically you have to envision it. You have about five or six ladies following Kenya around in Sheree's home. Kenya's critiquing everything, and Sheree is just trying to like keep her lid on. <laughs> Kenya, this is her sick revenge for all the teasing that she got. She completely forgot that Sheree was getting teasing. Yeah. This is her sick, twisted revenge. Yes. Because Sheree was, I guess, the last person to give her shit about her house, which I saw a whole bunch of people doing it, but whatever. Right. <laughs> She's walking around. It's in bad taste. Yes, it is. And now it has to be addressed because her friend repeated it. <laughs> so, can you imagine the headache that Sheree is experiencing after five years of being hazed by these women? Yes. She's been imagining this tour. And this is how it goes? Kenya just won't let her have her It's moment. over. We're closed. That's what I was saying. But what I noticed was it's a little hypocritical because while, while Kenya is getting into trouble for snooping and going through rooms without Sheree's consent, you have the messy twins themselves, Portia and Phaedra, snooping in closets and showers. In a good-natured way. <laughs> they were having so much fun. Those are the ones I'm hanging out with. You think? Yeah, they're just goofing around. Yeah, they were. <laughs> go, woo! <laughs> um... Uh, And they actually, like, I remember they spun through the conflict at one point and kind of changed the mood of the group. They were powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, the party does turn sour because Sheree has had enough of Kenya's uh, basically shade grenades. And it seems uh, seems so as Kim. Let's let's play the clip. Why are you just being an asshole? Mind your business. This is not even between you and me. You came here to her house. I've had five kids, okay? Don't even try to pull that motherfucking card with me. Phenomenal. At least I have six kids. You should probably stop talking about people's kids. Because thank God I'm like, give you nasty. Throw your happy ass out. So you're going to throw me out of Sheree's house? Sheree may throw you out. You don't calm down. Hey! What's going on in here? We're just taking a tour. Hi, beautiful. Hi, Phaedra. How are you? How are you, Dr. This bitch. This bitch right here. What are y'all? Bitter Betty over here. Bitter Betty. 
her and Kenya have similar lightings. And bed and... But that's not a read, though. That's just a fact. You don't come in somebody's house when they're celebrating moving in and You don't talk asshole. to me when I don't even want you to talk to me. Don't be a bitch. Your husband doesn't have a job right now, so worry about that. Oh, really? That was a low blow. Wait, really? Wait, wait, Eight years in the NFL, 20 million? I think he's okay, bitch. Jesus. Mm. Worry about you and your check. I'm doing fine. Bitch, you want to be me. You want to have a baby. You can't. You want to have a man. You fucking don't. Bye. I know Kim not to be a fight starter. Bye, mother But honey, she will try to finish it if you let her now. Guns are blazing. Bye, bitch. Don't tell me bye. Bye. Whoa. Kim, girl. You and your wig are winning, bitch. Okay, this is what we're not gonna do. And the okay. She has a horrible heart. She is right yeah. here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you f-ing are, but get out. Well, I know I'm not a duck like your lips. <laughs> I know that. Bottom paper, bitch. I wasn't even coming for Kim. Kim's coming for me. I actually thought Kim and I were cool. Oh, you have a good night. I'm telling you so to bring it down, and I'll tell her to thank you. Okay, I know there was a lot happening there. I love the fact that, like... Phaedra and Portia, is that what you love? That, I mean, yeah, that was I cute. love that. I'm just in the big shower. I like when knowing. they spin into the groove and go, wee, and everyone kind of forgets that they're fighting. Well, I also love that, like, what are y'all doing in here? And yeah. Kenya's like, we're taking the tour, which they were they were just screaming and fighting in the bedroom, but <laughs> yeah. we're taking a tour. They almost <laughs> forgot. Um, <laughs> Kim really gave it to her, though. I got to say, like... And now we agree. Kenya is good at, like, throwing jabs and winning fights, but I don't think... I think if I had to give the win here, it had to be to Kim. Kim hit her where it hurt. (laughs) She said, you wish you had a baby. You wish you had the man, and you never will, or something like that. She said, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, you wish you could be me. (laughs) I got a man. I got kids. If you stop talking about other people's kids, God will give you one. Bars. (laughs) Slapping her up. Smacking her down. And then Kenya has the weak comeback where, like, well, at least I'm not a duck like your lips. And then like, that weird kind of thing. Uh, you look at look at these lips. You might want to get lucky tonight. Some weird well, shit like Because Kim said your vagina oh, is yeah. exposed. And she says, oh, you want to see it. You might get lucky tonight. That's which... always a weird, <laughs> a weird strategy when, like, <laughs> when you're fighting somebody and, like, you want to have sex with them. No, what? <laughs> this is not what that is. No, we're fighting. <laughs> What? <laughs> I do love how I, well, it doesn't look good though that Sheree has to like have Kim come in and fight the battle for her because Sheree, that was her time. Yeah, that she should have played. She should have acted up, said, "Get the hell out of my house," and did something. Fight, you know, throw like, something. Yeah. The you know the classics. Yeah, give me the classic Go-tos. stuff. Yeah, give me the throwing. <laughs> give me the name calling stuff. They have to bleep out, yeah. not just the b word. And like you have Kim here who's doing a one episode, you know guest spot and she's carrying the scene on her back (laughs) and she's not going to be there all night no when she leaves it's almost done for you it is and as i can remember pretty sure this was sheree's last get out episode as well god about it yeah so i'm ready to produce (laughs) (laughs) so the girls sort of disperse from the drama sheree says um she's not gonna let kenya ruin her night um yeah, no. Kenya explains that uh, to all the girls that Sheree went hard on her home when she debuted it, and so she just wants, you know, she saw so many issues with Sheree's home, so it was tit for tat. Like that's, you know, Kenya explained. It was it. when she debuted it that Sheree went particularly that's what hard. Kenya says. She says when she debuted her home, Sheree had a bunch of negative things to say. So, you know, was what? it just that she didn't live there? 
Well, look, we that don't have the facts on that. We don't okay. have the all right, facts all right, on that. All right. Right? So the conversation then moves back to Phaedra and Candy. And Candy does not want to approach Phaedra. No, she does want to approach Phaedra at some point in the evening, um, which I've, I I like how Phaedra, Phaedra was kind of avoiding Candy the whole night. Like, yeah, she's like, this is the meat. <laughs> You're going to have this last. <laughs> have a little dessert first. We're going to switch it up. Yeah. I like how the Kim versus Kenya was kind of the amuse-bouche, the appetizer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like getting it, you know, getting our muscles ready mm-hmm, for the meal. Mm-hmm, something kind of sweet. And then, Odd. But, but then when we actually do get to the candy versus Phaedra, it's uh, not <laughs> like, We kind of ate too much with the Kim and Kenya. Yeah, now yeah. I think, I don't even know if this is real meat. Is this... Yeah. An impossible burger. I don't know what it means. Before we can get to that, though, Kim has to go. Let's uh, let's see Kim uh, say bye to everyone. Okay, let's. Do <laughs> Sheree, I'll see you. Bye, you guys. Bye. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> she let it off. Like. Kim, bring the heat, baby. I want like, to say bye to you guys. Oh, You're so <laughs> gorgeous. Like you are so. Oh, thank you so much. Damn it. It was good to see you. Uh, for real. We'll, we'll have lunch and catch up for real. Okay. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Kim. I wasn't talking to you, uh, but I'm being. Polite. I don't know why you're still here. Come on. Wow. Kim, let it go. Good seat. <laughs> bye, you guys. Bye. Kim has worked my nerves. You know what, Kim? Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> Ouch! I mean, Kim, look, she came in like a wrecking ball. She left, you know, with a pistol. She said, "Kenya, I got your ass." Double tap. I did. I beat you up earlier. I got you. Had hard. to make sure she was dead. And then I got. I'm gonna get you on your my way. <laughs> she told out. him she was gonna do it. She said, "I'm gonna go say bye to her right now." <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> she said, "I don't even know why you're still here." Ouch! Oops. <laughs> Normally, I don't like Kenya crime, but. I mean, I got to give it She to had her. to be ready if she's yeah. going to say bye and antagonize <laughs> Yeah. Her. You have to be ready with something better than, well, I'm being polite. <laughs> That's not going to work. So, so Sin- flat. <laughs> Love it. Um, Sin- I, you know, I kind of come around on Kim. Bring her back. Why not? I like it. <laughs> Why not? I like it. Cynthia decides to pull her ex, Peter, to the side once again for a little chat. This is their second little moment of the night. Um, and she says she's finally seeing him as a friend, and she wants their relationship she's to being be civil. Creepy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that she just sort of still kind of wants him, and she's sort of trying to play a cat and mouse? You know, and I'd love or, to say this was a fabricated, manufactured moment because you know I like to find those yeah. and be like, "Ooh, people behind the curtain." This seemed <laughs> real, real, yeah, in a bad way. I mean, she says she'll always love and respect them, uh, but it's always going to be awkward when they run into each other. Yeah, but that's because how it of goes. Her, like. <laughs> that's the dance you do after you break up with somebody. You don't immediately become friends with them. Hey, there you are at the party. Come here. We're hanging out now. No, we already did that. He was so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, you could tell that, A, he wasn't drunk enough because there was no alcohol at this party. Right. And so he just desperately needed to get out. Because, of, of course, if I was him. I don't want to see you. You're my ex. Go away. What? <laughs> She said, I guess we want to, you know, we want to be friends. He's like, we're cool. Don't poison me. Whatever you're <laughs> planning on doing. She looked crazy. That was a weird move. This was a horrible time for Cynthia, I think. Pulled him out on a one-on-one. You do that with people you're about to get into a relationship yeah. with, not the ones you already did. Hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> Candy. Candy does eventually find Phaedra alone. Um, and the conversation happens. And it's in a dark room. With- yes. <laughs> with the fireplace that has candles in it instead of logs. Um, 
Candy does say, you know, she didn't know Apollo's girlfriend was going to be. So I like what Candy's approach is. She says, hey, look, I know you know about the Apollo girlfriend situation. I am sorry. I had no idea about that. And I did discuss this with my husband. And I said what he did was wrong about inviting her. Like, that is the quickest, classiest, and most, like, appropriate way to handle it. Succinct. Yeah. To the point. And I am, and she says, I am sorry that that, you know, made you uncomfortable. What are you going to say after you know, that? What can you do? She addressed it all. Meanwhile, Phaedra could care less. Yeah, sorry. And says that she and Candy will never be right for each other. And that's when Candy brings up the lawsuit with Johnny, which is the real meat and the real issue between them. And she asks the question, did you give him advice on suing me? Let's hit our final clip of the night. Thanks for tuning in. Let's go. My question to you is, were you the one that gave him the advice about suing me? Well... Of course, as an attorney, I can't speak on that. Are you his attorney? I'm not his attorney. As an attorney, as a professional, if someone comes to you for advice, you cannot divulge who it is, what they came for, because that's just unethical. So I can't speak on it. I I mean, I, I can't. Okay. Well, with that being said, that in itself also makes me look at you crazy. Because it's just like, okay, so are you to set me up for this man to come at me? As you know, I don't know Johnny like that. We're not friends. You know, I know him only through you. I don't seek out clients. I don't seek out people to give advice to. You know, if you ask me something, I will answer. But I'm not ever going out saying, oh, I want to do something bad to Candy. That's not what I'm doing. Okay. Hey, it is what it is. Keep trying, sweetheart. You hate while I be great. I'll talk to you later. Have a good night. Mm. Okay. All right. (laughs) Boss moves. I mean, look, if I didn't stand Candy before this, look, Candy could have easily acted a Kim or a Kenya and blew up and did all the extra Or even mess. worse. Yeah, or worse. Like a Jersey or a New York where they just beat the hell out mm-hmm. of each other. Oh, yeah. Gladiator style. But Candy just says, I think in that moment she says, oh, I see you. I yeah. see who you are. She knew already before she asked yeah. the question. But she's like, oh, it's getting confirmed to me. This is, this is exactly who you are. Yeah. Because Phaedra can't, can't cop to anything, first of all. And she definitely isn't going to have, isn't going to give Candy what she wants, which is an apology and an explanation. Yeah. So she just hides behind this, well, I'm a lawyer, and that's actually unethical what you're asking me to do here. You're trying to, t- you're, you're asking me if I helped him give it legal advice? I can't do that as a professional. I'm <laughs> sorry. You should be ashamed. For um, asking me that. <laughs> Gross. No, Candy handled this so, but like we said, I was thinking this, this meetup was going to be way more bombastic. And we just kind of just kind of fizzled out. We should have known when they walked into that dark room with the (laughs) candles that it was just going to be a reserved. What was that room going to be used for, though? I want to. What is it used for now? (laughs) I know some stuff about her house now, but I don't know. (laughs) Well, we'll get there in a second. (laughs) I don't um... know what that is. Maybe that was off property. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like kind of like a sex room. Yeah, (laughs) pillows and massage oils. Weird stuff (laughs) is happening in there. No, all that is to say. I mean, look, I don't think the question is even worth asking. Team Candy, for sure. Easy I mean, squeezing. Like, her grievance with Phaedra was actually warranted. She actually it's needed costly. to have a conversation about it you, with Phaedra. Yeah, you she instigated. Got, she could probably sue. Yeah. She could probably sue Phaedra. I th- I hope she does. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then she got no res- uh, resolution uh, or remorse from Phaedra. So there you go. A true psycho. 
And then we get a roundup of everything that's sort of been happening with the ladies since filming. Phaedra says she isn't representing Johnny, but a judge did throw out their her and Apollo's divorce settlement. Um, so is she not getting money from him? I guess if he has money to give, I don't know what that means. Like, I think that means she's not getting any money. No one's getting money. No one's getting money. They're just leaving. Like, well, who, where's the money go? They split it in half. <laughs> I mean, he's in jail, so I don't think he has. I don't know. Okay, I don't, I don't know. know how this works. Candy's OLG restaurant finally opened, and she's still raking in coins by writing "Shape of You" with Ed Sheeran, which I Wild. didn't know about. Didn't but, know, like, and that song has bars to begin. We let the story begin by going out on a first date. Funky. Candy's good at what she does, man. Uh, Cynthia turned 50, and she and Peter have started dating other people officially. I'm glad that current-day Atlanta, we have lost the Peter of it all, because I think he made her unhinged in a bad way. Like Just creepy, <laughs> made her into a succubus, just hunting the streets <laughs> of men. <laughs> um, Portia launched a detox cleanse called The Dump. Um, good for her. Yeah, she can do whatever. Kenya is producing a PSA on domestic abuse and invited Sheree to give her tips on how to finish basements because even in the last little regards of what they're up to, they even made Kenya out to be incredibly shady. She might have written that. I think she did. Here's what I'm doing. I invited her. She hasn't responded. (laughs) How rude of her. Oh, and Sheree finally gives a speech and a toast exclaiming that she did this whole thing on her own with no help from a man. Uh, Can we talk about the weird energy around that? (laughs) Yeah. I thought she was going to bed and being normal. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I can still see it. If she I space out and stairs. blur my eyes, I can see it. It was horrific. She sort of walked up the stairs to address the crowd below her. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Everyone, thank you for coming. It would be normal to just say goodnight. Goodnight. <laughs> she goes, let me get in my good light. And she steps a couple more steps up. And there's this weird halogen bulb just like... <laughs> Making her shine, making her sweat. It was a lot of light, a lot more light than I've seen anywhere else in the house. <laughs> Casting a dramatic shadow of her back face dra- back, on the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was backlit. It was so weird. Um, but she does insist that she does now live at Chateau Chere, despite the rumors that she is not. Now, I feel like you have done some research. Just a little bit of interesting stuff okay, that I feel like it. y'all might want to know. Updates. Old Lady Gang, post-pandemic, still good to go. I've eaten at Old Lady Gang, and I'll do it again. They're doing DoorDash. Their website's up. They're working. And they have like three or four locations in the city. So. Pretty cool. So they're still great. Everything's fine. How big do you think Chateau is? How big do you think How many is? square footage we're mm-hmm. talking? 2,000? I don't even understand square I don't know feet, how right? That works. So it's actually 10,000 <laughs> 10, square feet. okay. But that's the size approximately of Centennial Olympic Park. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I mean, it did look big from the aerial shots that they did, but there's no way all of those rooms were done. So, Centennial Olympic Park is eleven thousand square feet. <laughs> it's a big boy house. It mansion. can't yeah. be that. That's crazy. That's how much property she has. Is that the property or just the home? Square like maybe feet. she owns oh, Does it square feet. Levels? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But that's a lot of room. Yeah. No matter what, you're walking around, and it's got. Guess how many? Okay, no, 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 I'll just tell you. Okay, five bedrooms. Okay, for wow. sleeping. I would think more. But yep, okay. nope. They're just probably really big. Uh-huh. And nine bathrooms. Okay. <laughs> There's a wine fridge. You want to know what she did with the basement? What did she do? Is it like a gym, maybe? Uh-uh. Playroom for the kids, maybe? I don't know. Kind of. It's a man cave, oh. baby. <laughs> 
So what are we talking about? That's why Mick and a hangout. <laughs> <laughs> Just kick their shoes off. <laughs> Not have to deal with a woman. <laughs> Home theater. I don't know what else is in the man cave. Maybe pool tables or some weird shit like that. Um, but also there is a spa sauna. How oh, luxurious. there had to have been, yeah. But you want to know what they... They said it's so luxurious, but you want to know what's in the in the spa? What? <laughs> <laughs> Tell the listeners. A hair wash station. <laughs> okay. And two massage chairs. <laughs> Luxury and at its finest. So someone has to be down there. <laughs> to, <laughs> Gotta be to a staff it. member, yeah. <laughs> Wild, huh? That's how she's living. She still lives there. Just so you know. Um, good for her. Honest, she does still live there. Okay, so we she has that. to now. Um, she can't have spent more time building it than living in it. That's just crazy. <laughs> well, and I hope to God she is because if she had built it just to showcase it on the show, and then she is no longer on the show, and she just has this huge house, I would hope she just lives in it. Yeah. Or maybe it's best for her to just sell it and take the money, move on uh, with her life. Yeah, yeah. Bad memories. Oh, anyway. Okay, well, that's our episode, guys. Should we Yay. hit our last segment of the night? Let's. <laughs> well, the episode is over and it's time to say, what's your favorite part of the show today? Okay, this is the part of the show where me and Amanda discuss our favorite moments uh, from the episode this week. I'll go first. Yes, you will. And I have a few because it all it all really went down at Charay's big housewarming for Chateau Charay. I got to say, though, mine is just sort of the conglomeration, the amalgamation of... Kenya Moore running around, deleting tours throughout the home, <laughs> insisting that I see some of my light fixtures here, and oh, that's my bed. I got it custom, and oh my god, it's about half the size of mine. I just think the balls that it took for to escalate it to that point, and for her to truly just completely own the room, the fact that she had a gaggle of women, women following her they around got confused. just to keep <laughs> her under control. Like, she's the leader now. She's not <laughs> She knows where she's going. <laughs> and the fact that Sheree could not get a handle on her. I mean, it, it took Kim, of all people, to really put her at her place. I mean, yeah. that's gold for me, and I could watch that scene anytime. What about you? What was your favorite moment of the episode? It was tough. It was hard to nail down. I mean, the whole thing was a whirlwind. Um, God, the, the politics of the, the clay man being manipulated to sue, not really having a case, that's all kind of poetically funny to me. Um there's Croy. He was actually, I mean, I know it's just a couple seconds, but him being confused about, <laughs> about whether or not the paint was green, that made me laugh. Yeah. Um, but I got to say, my favorite part was part that I didn't really understand. Which is? It's Cynthia following around this poor man and insisting they come out for a one-on-one because it had kind of yes. like a Vanderpump <laughs> rules feel, but it just, <laughs> she didn't know it was weird. Usually like, they know that they're staging something outside, like to be confrontational. She just honestly wanted to connect with him, and it was so effing weird the way she did it. I loved it. Uh, sorry, I got distracted there for a second. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Cynthia's energy the whole episode was, like we said, very uh, off kilter, spooky, uh, spooky, cool. Uh, yes, um, but yeah, overall, I mean. Look, fun episode. The girls were at the top behavior. We didn't get a whole lot from Portia, which I would have liked some more. Um, you know, a second runner-up would be Phaedra and Portia running around, being little tornadoes, yeah. whirling dervish, just <laughs> bringing Agreed. goofiness everywhere. Fun episode. Jam-packed. I mean, it was a supersized one, so that's why we've been, I, mean, I don't even know how long we've went on today. But you know what? If you're a fan of us, you're used to us running on and on and on. Um, in the meantime, Amanda, the magical bulls are directly behind you. Would you like oh. to choose next week's episode for us? Sure, ting. 
Okay, so this is the part of the episode where we choose at random what episode, what season, and what city we're headed to next. So where are we going, Amanda? And we are going to Beverly Hills. Okay, we were there recently. Remember that song? Uh, season season eight. eight. Okay, and what episode of season eight are we doing, Amanda? We oh two. That's the thing. <laughs> so next week, guys, we're doing the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season eight, episode two, Diva Las Vegas. Lisa Vanderpump takes Erica to task nice. for not responding whenever she reaches out. Kyle and Dorit take issue with Lisa Rinna and confront her atop the high roller. Teddy feels iced out in her attempts to get to know Erica. So there's a few women you haven't met here, I believe. I don't think you know Dorit, and I don't think you know Teddy. Familiar with Dorit. And I remember the name. Erica Jane, we have talked Erica about. Erica, don't really remember. Don't okay. remember Teddy. Excited for the Vegas. Some new women. Okay, so in the meantime, guys, as always, you can find me, Jordan McKenzie, on Instagram, Facebook. No, actually, don't even dare go to Facebook. That don't is dead to me. Touch it. <laughs> on, don't uh, think about it. Don't look at it. Don't talk about it. <laughs> On Instagram and Twitter, of course, at Jay McKenzie. That's J-A-Y-M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-E-E. And you can find Amanda right here every right week here, with me. Baby. She's my, she's my co-host. She's hey. my baby girl. Go, go. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm regressing. <laughs> Uh, if you guys have any tips and Trey and you want to get on the show or you want to talk to us, I mean, it's all there. Somebody give us some sort of input because we're just sort of, you know, going – Full down the highway without blinders. So. Yeah, uh, we're just doing it for us, I think, <laughs> right now. So hopefully we you hope, like it. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoy every episode, and then we'll see you next week, I guess. Yeah. Have a good night.